welcome to the best looking podcast on the internet. I'm your host, uh, Mickey Martinez. This is Into the Marvelverse. And to my left, we have... Amy Martinez. <laughs> but it's Amy Cassandra Martinez. And we're not brother and sister. Uh, I would like to just have <laughs> that covered. That, yeah. yeah, thank you for clarifying that for the people who don't know us. <laughs> I'm wait, Hunter. Wait. Sam. And I'm Sam. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, we're your hosts, we usually bring you news and we talk about certain topics from Marvel, but there's not much news except something big came out, which was Spider-Man Far From Home. So we're just going to jump in that, into that review. I just wanted to go around and ask people uh, for like non-spoiler thoughts first and just kind of overall what you thought of the movie. So, okay. uh, and, then, and then we'll jump into spoilers. It'll be really short. Amy, what did you think of the movie? Did you like it? Did you not like it? I liked it. <laughs> yeah, I, I had a lot of fun. Um, I think especially with all of the trailers that we got, um, I did stop watching some at a certain point, but I think they did a really good job of teasing the right amount of stuff. Um, and they, yeah, they they touched the surface. They skimmed the surface. And what was shown was really fun, um, funny as well, and really heartfelt nice um i feel similarly to amy uh, not even similarly like all the way all the way all the way um i uh i can i think it, this isn't spoilery by saying i really think it's in my top five favorite mcu movies um everything about it worked for me uh holland is without a doubt the best the best I mean, like live action Spider-Man, obviously. Um, I I venture to say my favorite Spider-Man, without a doubt. Um, and uh, uh, Jake Gyllenhaal brings all of his good, good chaotic energy <laughs> um, to this movie um, in all the best ways. And uh, yeah, my, I was to say that I was like a little apprehensive about about going into stuff after Endgame. I think I said this on the podcast. Like, I was worried about Marvel just because, like, you had this grand finale and it was so huge. Um, I was a little worried going in, but uh, to everyone who is also worried and has not seen the movie yet, don't fucking worry. It's great. It's wonderful, and Marvel's back at it all the way. Nice. Sam, what did you think? Uh, You know... I I walked out of that movie feeling so overjoyed and so excited and just like oh man th- this was so good I I w- when I walked out of that theater I was like I think that was the best live action Spider-Man movie I've ever seen and I've seen them all <laughs> and I think that's the best one like yeah yeah I yeah I I thought it was great um I thought Better it than really... Japanese Spider-Man, Sam. It was close. It was close. <laughs> but you know, Spider-Man doesn't use guns, and guns are lame. So yeah, you know, that's sorry. True. Amen. Uh, amen. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, I just I, I walked out of there being just completely satisfied, being like, wow, like they really, they really got 
not uh not so much that like everybody is like oh like the like the perfect uh, uh, depiction of like what their comic book character does or says or anything like that no but like they get the essence they get the essence of who they who these characters are and i love everybody's relationships with each other and how they all work and yeah this was this was such a good spider-man movie guys this was so fun nice yeah i i i just i want to echo sam's like getting characters essences and like and then running and then running and doing your own thing with them and everything and i didn't i didn't realize how much marvel needed jake gyllenhaal's chaotic and chaotic energy until he started mm-hmm. bringing it and i was like mm-hmm. oh this like we need like some theatricality after robert Downey jr we need something big <laughs> we need somebody to just bring it it was so great um, I really love Tom Holland, and I, I I love the way the movie catches the the kind of teenage romance uh, romantic comedy section of the Spider Man mythos because I feel mm-hmm. like that that was never a huge part of the movies that was in the movies, but it was never like like this movie is a road trip teenage comedy first and a Spider Man movie second. Yep. So that's non-spoiler. Okay, so if you now have seen the movie, into it. oh, yep. there's two post-credit sequences. I saw a lot of people walking out. What the heck, though? Because go see them. No, they're, and like they're it's, like, especially I mean, for this movie, two, two of the most important end credit sequences that Marvel's ever done. Yeah, like the people that left beforehand, they have a whole different experience of the yeah, movie. Yeah, because like yeah, yeah. I, I was very satisfied, and I was like, you know what, I feel I feel good inside. Like I was I was ready, and then like kind of like Sam was saying, and then the first post credit sequence hit, and I just I lost my mind. <laughs> yeah. So you, you you need to stay. So uh, without I, further I, ado, yeah. oh wait, what what Andre? No, no, we'll get into him. We'll get into him. Okay. Them. Spoilers as of right now. So um, I wanted to talk talk about going to like sections of the movie. So we'll talk about um, Peter Parker and the teenage the teenage road trips uh, kind of ness of it. We'll talk about Mysterio. We'll talk about um, the third act. And I don't know if there's any other things you guys wanted to hit. We'll just we'll hit them like in the next sequence, and then we'll go into the post credit sequences. Great. Okay. okay. Okay, uh, what did you guys think of like like teen like teenage the, the 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 teenage section of this movie? I always thought it felt a lot like the Lizzie McGuire movie in the best way possible. Um, I yeah. told you that, Skippy. I told you that. I freaking told you that. Oh my god! Dear, Mom and Dad, stop fighting. Oh, we my... left the theater, and I'm like, this is like Lizzie McGuire. No, no, you son of a biscuit! <laughs> I freaking said it first, and you're like, what? <laughs> And I was like, yeah. And then we were like trying to figure it no, out together. I but I freaking, I... no, honey, you are not Mod. <laughs> Mod is not you. I remember. Okay, Amy. Take my word for it. Okay, Thank Amy, you. Amy. Yes, that's me. You can talk about Liz McGuire. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so Far From Home really reminded me of the Lizzie McGuire movie. And um, that was my opinion that I shared with Mickey. <laughs> and... So, okay, besides the fact that, you know, they end up going to freaking Rome and, like, Europe. Um, of course, in the Lizzie McGuire movie, they go and they just stay in Rome. Like, they're not necessarily, right? Because they're not going to Prague or whatever. Yeah. Um, so, besides mm-hmm. that, like, yeah. Um, but then, so, Lizzie goes and she obviously, 
Of course, this sounds weird when I explain the plot to people, but she gets confused for an international pop star. It happens. So Paolo. Night monkey. Paolo is <laughs> Mysterio. So you think, I mean, for a little bit, you think like he's got her back, like everything's she's been, fine. He's, she's being mentored. She's being mentored. Exactly. See? And it's not. And then she's like, wow, like you're great. And she like learns to get out of her shell. And yeah, so basically Lizzie McGuire is Peter Parker. Peter Parker <laughs> is Lizzie McGuire. <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> and it's, it's so good. And it feels like if Homecoming was like John Hughes, this is kind of like the 90s and 2000s road trip teen comedy movies. And it was great, yes. and it played so well, and I, I, it worked. I mean, I, I know people who, who said that they didn't, they, they're not into that. And if you're not into that, you, you won't like this movie. You'll think it's slow and boring because it, it, it's kind of like a musical. It lets the emotions get too high, and then they get like a superhero action sequence, and you're kind of reminded that this isn't a superhero movie. The yeah. the rest of the high schoolers are also like the future high schoolers in the Lizzie <laughs> McGuire movie. Um, we don't necessarily have like an Ethan Kraft, although you could sort of say that MJ is, even though Lizzie isn't trying to get Ethan with Ethan Kraft, but Peter <laughs> is trying to get with MJ. Yeah. I would just, I want, yeah. Eddie Carves if an Italian boy bought them for me. We quote that movie almost daily <laughs> and it's that line. So good. Yeah. Can, That's- can, can I, I I'm going to make a petition to, to, to remake Far from home, but with but with Hillary Duff as Peter Parker. <laughs> I like okay, that. I would I like I'm into that, but you cannot. You are not allowed to take Tom Holland away from me. <laughs> it could be both. Like I mean, half the movie. Cast Hillary Duff in the this. MCU. Twitter. That's your goal for the week. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Add Get us. Hillary that's Duff what... in the MCU. Thank you. Um, no. Yeah. The honestly the the thing that makes this movie as good as it is um is how deeply deeply human this movie gets um to the point like uh so we went to go see it a second time this week and summer um summer said she was looking at me at certain parts of the movie where like action wasn't happening and i had like the biggest smile on my face and i was like because these are like people that i love not just like characters that i love they're they, everybody in the cast did such a wonderful job of like making everybody immensely human um or or just like relatable people um and there's there's a lot of silliness in this movie and there's a lot of like big sweeping stuff that happens but like at its heart these like moments where they're all just high schoolers and they're just like one of my favorite parts of the movie is when is when Flash is live streaming in front of the two uh, women dressed up in like Renaissance um, yeah. Italian clothing, and somebody comes by and like taps them on the balls and then runs away. Like this is such a good joke because it's like that's precisely what would happen with a bunch of high schoolers in Italy, you know? Um, it's it's uh, I venture to say like the action sequences are incredible, and we'll get into those, but like my favorite parts of of this movie are when they're just being people i love it and i love i love that um mysterio's the villain but most of the movie is spent uh of peter parker just like having to choose 
and mm-hmm. he his conflict in the movie is I just want to tell this girl that that I like her. And yeah, that's exactly. it. And that, that's that's the driving force of the movie. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. I think that's such a that that's that's such a Spider-Man story. It's such a Peter Parker thing of being like he he he's actively choosing i i don't want to be spider-man right now like i just want to be normal i want to be a teenager i want to go have fun i want to have fun with my friends i want to tell the girl i like her you know i want to do all that stuff like and but he keeps being pulled in the other direction you know of being the hero there is that responsibility and yeah i think that's that's where that's where a lot of good drama is and I I think that's when 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 Peter has to choose. That's that's probably when he's at his best. That's when Spider-Man stories are at their best. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I I I really okay. Um, going into the action because I really do think that Hunter's right. I think the movie is best when it's uh, just a bunch of his characters. When it's just a bunch of kids. But the action in this movie is. I'm I'm gonna say it's probably the best Spider-Man action. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Ever, mm-hmm. and, and everyone points at the the train sequence in Spider-Man Two, and like I love that. I love Spider-Man Two. I love that train sequence. But uh, a big bunch, like a big thing of that train sequence, like I guess maybe like half of it, is is CG, completely CGI, and it looks strange to me. Like I, it's great, and it's uh, but um, it feels light on its feet, and uh, but but some of these like some of this feels so heavy, and then and like and I'm mostly talking about the Mysterio stuff. Yeah. So um, like what 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 is something action wise that stood out to you guys? There's a section. Uh, well, I, I was really surprised at how not surprised, pleased by how creative the action got. So often when we get Spider-Man action, it's like him on the, it's him grounded and like flipping around. And even in homecoming, like there isn't a lot of like Spider-Man combat or a lot of him like fighting a bunch of things all at once. Um, luckily in this, you get an entire last action sequences where it's like just drones. It's like the best web Um, swinging you've ever seen. (laughs) You, the way that, that, spider-man moves in this movie is unlike anything i've seen in a spider-man movie before and it's the best like superhero movement i think this was the first time i felt this way about combat in the mcu since i saw winter uh yeah winter soldier Soldier. where like everything felt so lived in and precise like even in the in the venice sequence when when Peter just has the 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 masquerade mask on and he's like swinging around like trying to web everything up and make sure shit doesn't fall like even there it wasn't even when he was fighting things he was just moving so beautifully um the where he decided to like move his hands when he webbed and how he moved his legs in the air and how he spun around like there's that great slow motion sequence um on the on the bridge where Peter like swings up over the bridge and he's like like drifting um above all the it's so the drones and like and, they, like and then they use the, the he uses his webs as like like an actual spider would use his webs and he catches the yeah. drones like they're flies uh-huh <laughs> 
it's uh, it's just it it is i think it is unprecedented for a spider-man movie a live action spider-man movie at least like spider-verse was able to do a lot of things that this that you can't do in live action um but this is as, as at least as far as i can tell the closest you can get to like a real tangible live action spider-man sequence that feels like spider-man should and several of the sequences not just one yeah, Sorry, well, go ahead, Amy. well, cause like obviously like, the ending sequences are so good. Um, like when he's fighting, like it's the final fight sequence. Um, when he's yeah, I guess it's another bridge, and he just does that so well. And he, I don't know, like I usually don't get taken out and say like, wow, that action sequence was amazing while I'm watching the movie for the first time. But that actually right. happened this time. And not that it was bad. Like, I didn't get taken out of it in a bad way. It was like, wow, I really appreciated that. And it was so good that, like, it was obvious to me. Um, and also, of course, when he's on the bridge with Mysterio at the end. Um, and he's like, oh okay, use your Peter Tingle. And then he just goes. Like, there's a few seconds of, like, nothingness. Oh, and then he illusion? just goes. Yeah. yeah. And then, of course, the mm-hmm. part where he stops the gun. Like, he puts the gun up. Like, it's oh just my gosh. so good. Like, it hurt. It scared me both times that we've seen it. Like, it scared me, and I obviously knew that it was coming the second time. But it's because the way that it was shot, the way that it was edited, it was so beautifully done. And I think that if, obviously, it's it's all these things working together perfectly that, you know, all the stunts were done beautifully. Everything was choreographed wonderfully. But it was also edited correctly and i think that we yeah i don't know all yeah. of them working together makes sense guys tom holland's acting when uh when mysterio's laying on the ground and like he's gonna give him the he's gonna give him edith and then he turns around grabs the gun moves it aside and it Ugh. fires and he's like mm-hmm. you're not going to f- like you're not going to fool me anymore it was yeah. amazing and like the the first time that happened so i feel like i didn't appreciate it enough because I was, I thought he had gotten shot. Yeah. <laughs> like we both thought that he had gotten shot or something, but like, mm-hmm. like the second time, like knowing what's happening, like he just like, boom, and it shoots, and then like, it, it's so resolute. It's so um, our little boy is growing up so much, and like <laughs> Tom Holland <laughs> breaks up? my heart oh again my and again and again in this movie. Like, continues to. Uh, like, I mean, now at the forefront of the MCU, you have Brie Larson, uh, who continues to kill it no matter what anybody says. You have Chadwick Boseman, who gave one of the best hero performances um, I've ever seen in a uh, in a well, a, a twice really. Like, I think he's brilliant in Civil War too. Um, and now, now you have. Uh, uh, Benedict Cumberbatch, who we know can bring it, and then the surprise smash, like Tom Holland, is just incredible, um, and brings like that like rich um, spectrum of emotion. Like his joyous moments are just as wonderful as like the the moments where he's like breaking down and like eyes full of tears, and you just like you're there with him, you know? Yeah, let's let's talk about the probably top five scenes for me in the MCU is when Fuck. he is yes. when he goes to the to the shield headquarters shield base or whatever and then it, it turns out it's all an illusion. 
Mm-hmm. And then he has to fight his way through mysterious illusions in like one of the best scenes I've ever seen. And it, it contains mm-hmm. so much, and there's so much there to just unpack. And because it, it, it's specifically Mysterio as a character fucking with Peter Parker. Mm-hmm. Like that—that's—that's that's what it is. It's—it's—it's it's, it's messing with him, trying to whittle him down to the point where he, where, where he will tell you who it is, and he realizes that oh, it's not going to work like that. I can't beat the name out of him. I have to trick him, and it's yeah, it's so crazy. I just want to talk about some of the things that you saw there. Uh, is there anything that stood most out to you? What stood out to me is um, when. Uh, he hears MJ and he turns around and he opens the door or something and he's on top of the well, Eiffel Tower. Tower. He's on top of the Eiffel Tower, and like, cause that's what he he told that's what he told Mysterio that he wanted to do. So and so like he's up mm-hmm. there, MJ's there. She's like, I don't know what's going on. Mysterio grabs her throat, and in in the most direct parallel to Gwen Stacy's death I've ever seen on screen. He grabs oh her God. throat, holds her out, and lets her go. And then Peter jumps after mm. her. And he, I don't know what happened. He probably jumped from one story to another. And he just hits yeah. himself on the ground. And I love the breaking out of the illusion and the illusion coming back. It's 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 crazy. What stood out to you guys? Yeah. The, I, I mean, obviously there's the moment um, where he, uh, 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 Mysterio manifests the Tony's grave, and oh, like fuck. a zombie Iron Man comes like craw- bursting out of the grave and crawling toward <laughs> toward him, um, which was something like I always, move. yeah. I I think I made a comment on the podcast where I I said, oh, he's going to uh, use Tony's image to trick Peter at some point, um, mm-hmm. and. We didn't quite get that, but we did get that moment. And that was, I mean, it looked, it, it was incredible because it was shot like something straight out of a horror movie. Um, it just, it looked beautiful. Um, that's, uh, I also really, really love the shot when Mysterio first reveals himself in the illusion and you're in like the high school hallway mm-hmm. and like the green smoke is like drifting over and the lights like come, they like drop down and then like the lockers drop down and Mysterio's like slow walking toward him. Um, mm-hmm. Like that, those are the two images that I think yeah. really, really clearly, uh, there's a couple more, but I want to make sure that Sam, Sam and Amy have stuff to talk about. I don't want to hog everything. So go. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, th- I think, I think for me, what really did it was, uh, uh, at, le- at least in terms of like that, um, that initial scene was like how you couldn't tell what was up or down, you know, and how like there, there was, there was this sense of like everything is shifting. Uh, Peter can't trust anything that he sees around him. The fact that like he shows uh, uh, all the mirrors uh that that he's looking into all become like different spider-men and then like end up beating him up i was like oh man like that was that was so scary for me you know and that that kind of reminds me i guess of like uh like mysterio's first first appearance where he like dresses up as spider-man uh and like pretends to be spider-man to commit crimes and stuff like that's kind of what it reminded me of a little bit it just like on a on a bigger scale 
Um, yeah, I, uh, yeah, I just, I kind of have more to say about how like that scene ends, uh, where like after all the illusions are done, it's like, okay, cool. And then this whole time Beck has been leading, uh, Spider-Man out of the building into like this construction zone, even that is not safe. And then it literally ends with a train like smashing into Peter. I was like, I, I was like, that's it. The movie's over. It's dead. Like they lied to all of us. Like they, <laughs> they just killed Peter Parker, Spider-Man, and now like everyone's gonna die. And Mysterio's an Avenger now. So, um, <laughs> yeah, that like that that just messed me up. And I thought I thought that was that was it was really uh, it was really brilliant directing and acting and editing that just like really brought all that together uh, together. I, who knew John Watts had that inside him? Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. I, he like really proved. I mean, and I love Cop Car and I love Homecoming, but like he like really proved himself uh, in this flick. I thought. I uh, for me, like I feel like I've never had that suffocation. Suffocation. No breathing. No breathing. Uh, feeling of. <laughs> I don't know, like, when is this going to end and, like, stop it? Like, I've, you know, because it's easy to feel like Peter did in that sequence and then be like, okay, this is no longer an illusion. Okay, no, we're done. Okay, no, we're not. And it's kind of like you're, like, drowning. And I've never had that feeling in a in a movie theater or in a movie, I don't think. Um, just waiting for it to be over. And you're like, okay, cool, cool, cool. And it's not, um, you know, yeah. And then when it's Nick Fury and you're like, oh, okay, cool, it's him. And then it's not, bah! when is it gonna end and it was so cool like you were able to make it look pretty but you were also i i I feel like sometimes some action sequences and some like super cgi things kind of just get boring which is weird to say because then it's like oh you're just doing that to make it look cool but what's the message behind it and the fact that this had such a big message and that it made you feel like peter like yeah Mm -hmm. so about that um I think this sequence does a really good job of like pulling the rug out from under you like one or two too many times. Like you keep thinking, okay, that was a really cool sequence. It's over. And then it's not. And it keeps doing it over and over and over again. Uh, And so you really don't know what to trust. Um, And that like really pays off a lot later. Uh, My last comment. um, Well, I guess two quick things. One, the visual of Spider-Man in the snow globe and then that snow globe yes. is Mysterio's head that he then takes off. That is some shit yes. that is straight out of, like, Chris Ashby tweeted this earlier this week. Um, he said this is the best sequence ever in a Spider-Man film, and I think that's absolutely correct. Um, but it, um, and that visual, like, uh, particularly, he said it looked straight out of or i'm saying particularly this visual but he said the whole sequence was straight out of something of like a john romita senior uh uh it's like several john romita senior panels over and over and over again and i think that visual precisely is the thing that i was like yeah that looks like it like mysterio holding his head that is a snow globe that spider-man is trapped in and it's a snow globe of new york city that oh my god like just it's incredible and like the the scene serves as like a an exposition because you don't understand like as much as you can see scenes of of uh, of Mysterio directing 
He's literally sitting there as a director directing what's going to happen. Oh, oh I my love God. That. Which is, that which se- is that scene fucking is so perfect. Good. Um, but you, as you can see that so many times, but you, you, you don't feel it. You don't understand how it works. But in that scene, it is it is fed to you exactly how this works and how you have, like, it, how it creates illusions, but it doesn't change reality. How, like, you can still interact with real things, but it, you, you're, you're, what you're hearing, what you're seeing, it's all controlled. And, like, when he tries to web Mysterio and he pulls down a crane on top of himself. Yeah. Like, it, and it's all communicating information to you. So you in the finale, they don't have to explain anything. Yeah, and it was, and it's great. <laughs> it was, yeah. it, I, I, it's just, it's so amazing. Um, there's also an, an image, real quick, of like Captain America, like Captain America's statue, like a statue of Cap, just like on the ground, like in rubble, and then Mysterio's statue is above him. Oh and I feel God. like I've yeah. seen that somewhere before. I think mm-hmm. that's actually in a. I, well, I think that statue looks similar to what Cap looks like in uh the image in um uh uh age of ultron i think he's laying in that same formation oh yeah yeah that's that's nuts um Mm -hmm. let's let's talk a little let's talk about post-credit scenes and then we'll give uh when we'll give like like uh closing thoughts almost yeah okay okay so uh let me go my doors closed because i have friends downstairs uh, and I'm gonna make sure. Give me two seconds. This could be live audio. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Okay, and I'm back. And I'm back. Okay, what were, were, were okay. we gonna ask? Hunter, describe to me the post-credit scene. Okay, so um, we get maybe a, among all of the things that are in this movie, we were talking about some of the the human moments being the best my literally my favorite piece of this movie is at the end of the movie when peter picks up mj for a date and they go swinging for the first time and we see peter and mj sharing this moment and mj's scared as hell so the first it's my favorite part but the first post-credit sequence takes place right after that moment he drops her off her hair's all frizzy and then He's leaving, and we get this amazing Spider-Man shot of this pan up. We see MJ, and we see Peter leap up onto this telephone or this light pole, and he waves at MJ real cute. And then we hear this this breaking news thing come on, and we see a news anchor talk about this shocking video that's been released um, about uh, of Mysterio in his final moments alive, quote unquote, because we don't know what's going to happen. And he says that, and basically Mysterio has created an illusion to make it look like Spider-Man killed him and ordered the execution of a bunch of civilians via the drones that Mysterio was using. Um, We then cut to the reveal of J. Jonah Jameson, played by the only man that should ever play this character in the history of forever, J.K. Simmons, who says that Mysterio is the greatest superhero of all time. And then <laughs> and then says and then reveals the last bit of Mysterio footage, which is Mysterio revealing Spider-Man's true identity as Peter Parker along with an image of Peter Parker. It's his fucking yearbook picture in front of all of New York City to see and mirroring the end of Homecoming. It ends with Peter's 
hands in his Spider-Man costume going to the sides of his face and he goes, what the fuck? And then it cuts off and that's it. Um, that is the first end credit sequence. So let's break that down first because that's the most important one. That is undoubtedly the most shocked I have ever been watching an MCU movie, which says a lot. I get goosebumps. I got goosebumps both time I watched it and I just got goosebumps reliving it in real time. (laughs) Like, the balls. (laughs) Not just of Mysterio, but, like, of the the MCU to say, like, you know what? Screw Secret Identity. We're not doing any of it still. None of it. Nobody makes it out alive. And, like, like like this is is a very different Spider-Man story. Like, this timeline's a very different Spider-Man timeline. And already, and then then they were like, you know what? We're going to drop this thing that has only happened in the comics once. And and it, it it the the how it happened was different and we we literally went back on it. This has never happened in in comic books. Like like his identity got revealed maybe once and and everyone was pissed about it and then he made a deal with the devil and it went back to normal. But mm-hmm. like this is this is kind of uncharted territory and I have no idea what to expect. It's also just like, I mean, I felt, I um. I just felt like really betrayed. <laughs> I mean, I guess so did Peter. Oh because, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, he, he, he literally was betrayed. And, oh my God, like they, they brought back J.K. Simmons. Which is a move that I what did not think the they were going to do. I did not think they were going to break precedent that way. Like, yeah, we talked about it on the last podcast. You guys thought they were going to bring in J.K. Simmons. I thought there was no right, way Sam. they were ever going to bring back J.K. Simmons. There was hope. I listened to it right after. I listened to I that episode you right now. Right after I saw the movie, because um, I didn't want to like in case you guys went into predictions of the movie and something got spoiled for me accidentally, just based on what you guys. Um, had to say and i smiled the whole time because the first thing i thought was like oh they are gonna be so happy with this movie <laughs> like it's gonna <laughs> do everything they want they want it to do oh yeah my the thing that i said was that um was that peter parker feels too untouchable yeah I, I i needed someone yeah. to bring him back down mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. definitely and yeah that's exactly what they did on multiple levels like i don't oh my god God, this is gonna be crazy. And the next few Marvel movies don't take place on Earth, like not really. Like, I like Eternals is, is gonna be a little like cosmic. Black, well, our next well, no, Black no, sorry, Widow. Uh, Black Widow takes place or... in the past. Like, I need to know what happens with Spider Man, and we're not gonna know for a while. <laughs> and I think that's yeah. why they did that. I think that's why they did this because they know we're not coming back for a little while. Like, we're gonna learn the repercussions of that of this probably not until twenty twenty one. At the suits. I hate I hate everything. <laughs> I'm so upset. Yeah. We don't get another Marvel movie until when does when is Black Widow supposed to come Nobody out? Nobody knows. Oh, wait, there's Widow. a thing. There's uh dates, but they don't have titles attached. We just assuming. We we don't know what movies belong to what dates. Yeah. Yeah. Well yeah. we'll know in Comic Con. A- Amy will bring back a report. That's right. She's going to Comic Con. Yeah. She's gonna bring back a report. <laughs> I'm so stoked. Ooh. That's oh god, it was yeah. So the second post credit sequence 
Which is a lot more telling. Like, people are sort of like, eh, that was kind of anticlimactic. I don't think it is. I think it tells us way more than people are reading yeah, into. I, yeah, I, I think so, too. Um, so, the second post-credit sequence is the squirrels, and they... Um, so, it's Maria Hill, Maria Hill and Nick Fury, and they're driving down the road, and they are revealed to be Talos and whatever Talos' wife's names are. Yeah, I don't remember name, her name. Names is. Name is. Name is. Yeah. yeah. So, um... Uh, I love to see Ben Mendelsohn again. I was so excited. <laughs> yeah. I was so, like, like she turns into the squirrel and I was like, oh, look, squirrel. And then it's Ben Mendelsohn. I'm like, yes. <laughs> so, um, and then they, they've basically been taking over for Sam Jackson while he's been on vacation. Yeah. And he's in space. And a lot of people are like, start like, oh, like sword. Like, oh, sword. Oh, sword. And I understand how and why and it, it could still be sword but i don't think it's a, a reference to sword i think it's um alpha flight which makes more sense to me so uh an alpha flight there they used to be a canadian superhero team and when all new all different marvel came out they they turned the alpha flight team into like kind of like sword but it's it's more it's it's less human which is weird it is Captain Marvel and a bunch of scrolls and some and some Shield, and some of Shield and Sword. Some like retirees from Shield and Sword or, or an, an active member, sort of. And basically, they go around the universe, and if there's something going wrong, they try to fix it. And it's just like an like a universal police thing. Where Sword is usually involved with matters on Earth or like of Earth, so it's of and, Earth going somewhere else. And we know that Marvel yeah. loves to like bring more recent or we've seen that they like to bring more recent comic book Marvel stuff into the MCU. Like they've been doing that yeah. a lot recently. It's, and it's, I, I thought it was really dope. Uh, what did you think Hunter? Um, I think this means that Captain Marvel two is going to be another Sam Jackson, Captain Marvel team up, which I am so, so stoked about. Um, because they were like they had a really cool buddy cop dynamic and it seemed like sam jackson and brie larson got along really well uh on set like they were they became really close um so i'm really excited about about that i think it's going to be a really cool um it it i mean we thought that captain marvel 2 might take place in space or uh, might take place in the past again um i hope not i'm gonna i'm gonna guess that it doesn't um even though there's like some loose ends with with Ronan, but I'm guessing maybe that will tie in later. Um, like maybe we get a different movie that takes place in the past that they have to deal with Ronan on. Um, but yeah, that's really what I got from it. Like it tells us a lot about the state of the current MCU. Um, also, there's a there's a throwaway line, not a throwaway. You cut to Maria Hill and Nick Fury at some point in the movie, and uh, Nick Fury, who we now know is is Talos, says, "I thought the Kree sleeper cells were yeah. supposed to stay a secret, something like that." So that tells me, especially coupled with the end, that last credit scene, that it sounds like they're still doing secret invasion, but it's with the Kree as the bad guys instead of the Skrulls as the bad guys. Yeah, to some like, extent. And the, that, that war is still going on. Yeah. yeah, which I think is great. Like, so much potential for the MCU moving forward. 
I'm so I'm so pumped. Anyone have any thoughts about the end credit scenes? No, I mean, stay, watch them. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Um, oh, the, my one, yeah. sorry. Go. Or Amy will find you. Oh, Amy will find you. My one <laughs> complaint when the credit when the first credits rolled was that I thought Sam Jackson was too dumb. I, I didn't. I was upset that that they played Nick Fury. As just as not not knowing that he that that Mysterio was lying and like yeah I don't know I was upset mm-hmm. and then the second end credit sequence hit and I was like oh okay and then he's like, with the line um um this is embarrassing for a shapeshifter yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was good okay so closing thoughts um closing thoughts I I love I love the movie. I love the superhero parts in the movie. I love everything else of the movie. Um, I love the MJ Peter chemistry when they have their their first kiss, and it's like the small kiss, and then the bigger kiss, and like it's it's perfect. I loved it. Yeah, it was great. I what you said, <laughs> yes, that and yeah. I mean, I I like that it wasn't. We've we've had superhero movies where they feel like superhero movies. So I like that we got a little bit of a mix of genres and really cool action sequences and a little bit of closure after Tony's death and amazing um, acting, obviously, from Tom Holland. But even Happy, too. That's, oh, that uh, scene. That scene mm-hmm. is one of my favorites where he's basically, you know, he's i don't know like tony kind of passed the torch in a way with everything that he taught peter and now peter is like making his own costume you know nbd just the coolest mm-hmm. thing ever i love led zeppelin mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um i i think this is five star marvel for sure like it's it's premiere mcu um they do things in this movie that one i never i never would have guessed they would have done um but also like to, to piggyback on amy i think the the point in the movie where you get Peter and Happy and um, again amazing acting from both Tom Holland and John Favreau, um, but the thing that makes me cry and it's gonna make me cry when I say it right now, is when it's because it's the most Spider Man shit ever, is when Happy looks at Peter and he says, uh, he goes on this whole thing where he's like, "You're not Iron Man. You'll never be Iron Man." Because it's a lot of the movie hinges on like, "I have to be the next Iron Man." Um, or, or we don't know who the next Iron Man is. Um, he says, you're not Iron Man. You'll never be Iron Man. Nobody can live up to Nobody Tony. can live up. Like, to- even Tony couldn't live up to Tony. And then he looks at him and he says, but your friends are in trouble. You're all alone. Your tech is missing. So what are you going to do about it? And that is like, oh, I'm yeah. about to cry. I'm about to cry that was the most Spider-Man shit I've ever heard. Like even more than that's even bigger than like our first with great power comes great responsibility moment. in the first Spider-Man movie, like this beat that um, because it gets, it boils down to like who Spider-Man is that even when he doesn't have the things he needs to have, he, he's always going to like go in. Cause he's like, it came down to like saving his friends and that's like, Ugh, it just melted me. Um, yeah, and then uh, the Pete and MJ. I'm gonna t- kick his ass. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. Pete and MJ too. Like Zendaya and Tom Holland are uh, perfect, and they make me swoon. And um, this movie is wonderful. And leave me alone about it. I'm gonna see it five more times. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! They brought yeah. back my favorite costume. They brought back the hoodie and the yep. 
Oh yeah, they did. Oh, they I brought screamed. that back okay. for like a second. You're just a that kid in a sweatsuit. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah, I uh, hashtag Tom Holland and Zendaya forever. Uh, they're great. I love their chemistry. I love everything about them in this movie. Um, yeah, shout out to John Favreau for being amazing and making me cry. Uh, yeah, I think uh, the the whole uh, the whole third act. And, and the final battle was really cool. It was really uh, 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 innovative. And I really hope this is not the last time we see Mysterio because I really want Jake Gyllenhaal to come back and, you know, just fuck shit up again. You know, I want it, I, I, I want him in, I want him in a Sinister Six. You know, I know that, I know that seems a little bit like a pipe dream, but, you know, I'm still holding out some hope. Uh, so, yeah. I like okay, that. Uh, that's that sounds good. Um, we're gonna have more episodes going over se- several things in Homecoming, so I'm excited about that. Far from home. Oh, sorry, far from home. Mm-hmm. And and <laughs> we'll we'll watch Homecoming we may far bring from home up together homecoming again. Yeah, sure. So it'll be yeah. great. Okay. Um. So you can find us at uh at Into the Enverse on Twitter. You can email yeah. us at Into the Marvelverse at gmail.com into the marvelverse podcast at gmail.com it's okay we've only done this for like 14 weeks that's fine yeah it's fine <laughs> and you can find me at the mickey m if you want to complain about my opinions uh, <laughs> and you guys can find me on all social media at amy cassandra mtz and also follow geek bomb i do a lot of stuff over there too we did a, like a full in-depth review of far from home i shared some other thoughts and opinions and there may or may not be some rapping i'm just gonna leave it at that <laughs> Oh, hell yes. Yep. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Wolf is the name. That's W-U-L-F-F is the name. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Real Texas Weirdo. That's R-E-E-L Texas Weirdo. And that's it, everyone. Peace and three, two, one. Excelsior. Excelsior.